0: Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Rapscallion Agency, a Leviathan Chronicles story. Chapter 3. Les Balles et les Poissons-Lunes Bullets and Blowfish They say that Paris is one of the most beautiful walking cities. Perhaps it's the riverbanks of the Seine or the cobblestone streets, or maybe it's the inviting parks that lend space for lovers' picnics. The city practically invites you to explore by foot. But the timber of Lisette's footsteps up the stairs of the mezzanine she shared with Clorican invited only frustration and aggravation into their apartment. (sighs) That's a heavy sigh.
1: I've got some bad news. Uh Uh-oh. I just got back from the bank. We, uh... We don't have as much money as we thought.
2: You mean, like, we got a bad exchange rate from dollars?
1: Oh, no. More like, uh, a banker told me that all of your bank accounts have been frozen and there is no way to access them without returning to the U.S.
2: say what? My accounts are frozen? Look, we knew it was a risk for you to- Wait, like, really frozen? Like, I have no access to my money? Check your phone. I'm logging in. God damn it! White Egg. This is White Egg. They must have frozen my accounts because I didn't finish the last year on my contract.
1: And left the country without telling anyone. Well, yeah,
2: I did sort of Irish exit the United States, but this... This is just uncalled for. Called
1: for or not, it means we only have half the budget we thought. Less, actually. We
2: were counting on that money to fund our agency. I know. So everything is frozen?
1: Well, not everything. You still have the account in trust with your grandmother.
2: You mean my college
1: fund? said, you know I can't touch that. No way! Come on, Claracan. Are you really going to go back to America to get some stupid degree? You're past that now. It's something I didn't finish.
2: And it's important to me. Plus, do you have any idea how much disapproval I'd get from the Asian half of my family for not finishing my degree? You
1: were earning more at White Egg than any college graduate.
2: Well, a lot of good that does me now. How much have we got?
1: About 50,000.
2: Wow. That's, uh, less than we planned for. Uh, maybe you could ask Carla Absolutely
1: for not. I'm not asking anyone for anything. We are on our own. That's the whole point. That was our agreement. Look.
2: I... I get it. I just... Look,
1: we'll make do with what we have. It's still a lot. Yeah,
2: but we have a lot of equipment to buy.
1: Maybe we can pick up some of it used, and we still need some sort of storage space or office to operate out of. I'll ask around. Well, at least your friend... What's his name? T-Rex? Raptor. Raptor. Gave us a job.
2: Mm, It's not a job, really. It's... It's more of like a... a favor.
1: What kind of favor?
2: Uh... Breaking and entering with a soupçon of burglary.
1: Well, that happens to be my specialty. Does it pay?
2: Five grand.
1: Then let's go do your friend Raptor a favor. We need the money, Clarican.
0: doctor Tarant Venessois was not a woman who liked to be kept waiting. Oxford University could only contain her for two years before she graduated with honors, and the papers she published while in medical school were decades ahead of her peers. She understood early in life that her time was precious, and she displayed an almost preternatural ability to shut out all distractions and was vociferous in the way she guarded her attention. It was a test of her patience to wait over 10 minutes for Monsieur Meridoc and two lab technicians to join her in a small, discreet office on the lowest level of the Vatek laboratory facility located in Sackley. Show me. There were three clusters of monitors on the far wall of the room. Dr. Blocker. Only the first was illuminated.
3: Would you please show Dr. Venice why the results of the first group of volunteers? Of course. We were pleased with progress of the initial subjects.
0: Each of the monitors Oops. flickered, then displayed a grim image of Middle Eastern refugees slack-jawed and sitting at bare metal tables. Begin. Call me Ishmael. Some years ago, never mind how long precisely, having little or no money in my purse and nothing particular to interest me on shore, I thought
2: The I others was, uh, demonstrated
3: them. commensurate results. Number two, you may
1: proceed.
3: And the third?
4: Knight to F3, point D5, point D4, point C6, point C4, point to E6, Knight to B2, Knight to F6, point E3, Knight to D7...
3: This is excellent. What about the second group? As you can see... We have the second group of subjects held in a sedated state after they finished running the test course. All of those sensors and wires you see extending off their bodies and cranium are being run through the electroretinal processing units in the AI servers in that region.
1: I want to see the
3: feed.
4: We gave each subject 10 minutes to run the dummy house we had set up on the Skunkwork facility in Corsica. Remarkable.
3: We haven't been able to internalize the data storage, so you can see they're wearing backpacks that contain the hard drives. Look at the resolution. Watch when they pick up the piece of paper on the desk. Every word is legible. Astonishing. We're still working on audio, but we feel confident in the success of the field test. And all the visual data is stored on our drives? The ocular data was compiled with minimal
4: Using the embedded
5: GPS chip, we can actually map out your floor plan on each level, providing further logistical
1: information.
3: Excellent. We're ahead of schedule. I'm pleased the clinical trials are showing this level of progress. Monsieur Merodac, please send an encrypted message to the investors through the usual channels.
4: Uh, Wait. We have a problem,
3: Doctor. Switch the feed to the third group. We lost five to suicide and three have turned clinically psychopathic and the remaining three are catatonic.
5: Hence the problem. We are running out of volunteers.
3: Actually, Monsieur Merodac, I don't think that's a problem at all. Book a train to Aubervilliers, get more volunteers and keep running the trials. No one will ever miss them.
0: Later that night, in the 11th arrondissement.
1: Okay, so are you sure your friend will pay?
2: Trust me, he'll pay. Honor among thieves and all that.
1: Well, we could certainly use the money.
2: Agreed. But we've got to find a sweatshirt first.
1: Show me again on your phone what it looks like.
2: This is it here.
0: Yo, yo, yo!
1: This your yeah. boy, raptolicious. Check out my dope uh, It looks like something Santa Claus would wear to Burning Man.
2: Well, there's only three of them in the world, so it would probably be a pretty lit burn.
1: (laughs) Um, Clariken, you know, you really don't need to be here.
2: What do you mean? We're a team.
1: We are, but I'm just used to working alone, you know, in the field. I can get in and out really quickly. I'm
2: sure you can. So can I.
1: I know, but I'm just saying I can search the apartment by myself. You don't need to come with me.
2: You think I'll slow you down?
1: Thanks a lot. No, but if something goes wrong, you need to think on your feet.
2: I happen to be
1: great at that.
2: Why, do you think you're better? Did you forget what happened in Las Vegas? This isn't
1: a competition, Clariken. This is just professional. And you, you're you're much better behind a keyboard than me. I'm just saying that. What's
2: that supposed to mean? You think I'm like, the typist? Did you remember when I- it
1: doesn't mean anything. We just have different strengths. You think that I can't- What if you run into someone? What if you need to talk your way out of a situation?
2: Uh, So now I'm the typist, they can't talk.
1: Come on, you don't even speak French, Clariken. Wait, is this the building up there? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh, Raptor told me he's in apartment 3C. Expect security, he said.
1: I can handle security. <laughs> so can I. We need to get inside. Just follow my lead. Look, another couple is walking
3: out. Parce que nous achète des billets tous les ans.
1: Bonsoir. Est-ce que vous pouvez tenir la porte pour nous, s'il vous plaît?
3: Excusez-moi. Vous vivez ici?
1: Ah, non. Non, euh, merci. Merci, c'est très gentil. On va juste voir notre ami Joshua au 3C. Wait. Passez une bonne soirée. What did you just say to that couple?
2: Joshua Atroissé? Did you tell them
1: the exact apartment we're breaking into? Why would you do that? They could have the police here in 15 minutes. By telling them, we defuse suspicion. And we're supposed to be out of here in five.
2: Hopefully less. I think it's just up the stairs.
1: Tell me, what do you know about this Joshua guy? Only
2: that he and Raptor share the same dysfunctional fashion sense. And and there's some sort of rivalry between them. Not sure what it's all about.
1: Well, this is it. This is apartment 3C. Cover me while I pick the lock.
2: Cover you. Do you hear
1: gunfire? Very funny. Got it. It's open. Let's go in.
2: Damn, you're good.
1: Okay, we're in. I'll check the bedroom. You check all the closets in the living room. Oh, will you check out this place?
2: What an apartment.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's nice. So what? Will you focus? We're on the clock, Clarican? Holy crap. Look at that giant fish tank.
2: So cool. It takes up the entire far wall. It's huge. Man, it's like Sea World, the Euro version. There must be a 100 fish swimming around. Oh, look, there's an eel. And, and I think those are puffer fish. Hey there. Hey there. Puffy. I'm going to call you Puff Daddy, because you're the coolest fish in the whole tank.
1: Clarican. Would you stop playing with the stupid fish?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. You're not stupid, Puffy. I'm just taking in this place. Wow, look at all this tech. This is not your typical computer equipment. I wonder if-
1: Claricon, we have to hurry. This is why I wanted you to just let me handle this. You could have stayed at the apartment. Stayed?
2: Raptor gave the job to me.
1: Claricon, the sweatshirt? Did you bring the scanner?
2: Right here. I always- Then
1: stop screwing around and scan to see if this guy has any hidden chambers, like a panic room or something.
2: Hold on, I'm just initializing the... Sorry, it's slippery.
1: Take off your gloves, Clurican, so you can operate that thing.
2: You're making me nervous.
1: You're sure it will work?
2: Raptors said this Joshua guy is sneaky. If old High Rise has a safe or something, this baby will find it. It's like a stud finder for illicit compartments.
1: Well? Did you find anything?
2: Nothing. No hidden rooms or secret passages.
1: <sighs> Fine. Let's turn this place inside out. I'm searching the bedroom.
2: Man, this guy has a sweet pad. Maybe I should get back into black hat work.
1: Anything? Uh, nothing. Check the closet.
2: On it. I'm checking the front coat closet. And nothing. You?
1: Nothing in the bedroom. Where the hell would you be if you were a sweatshirt? You know,
2: if it was me, it would be on the floor.
1: If it was me, it would be in the trash. You
2: know, this isn't Fashion Week.
1: Can you check his office? Already there, looking in the office. I've got his desk. Found some drawers, but... mad. nah, no, nothing. Time? Two minutes.
0: Don't dawdle on missions. Trust your instincts. Get in, get out. No pondering or procrastinating.
1: <sighs> I've looked everywhere. It's not here, Clurican. Maybe we should leave. Damn.
2: Maybe he's outside wearing it now.
1: Well, we can't stay here. Let's take one more scan and make sure we didn't miss anything, and then get the hell out of here. Got
2: it. Okay, let me run the scanner and... Hey! Hey, we got something. What is it? Eh, not sure, but there's something very dense in the cabinet in the living room. I'll check. Huh, nothing. That's so weird because...
1: can look. Falls back cabinet. The back of the doors fall away. I think I can see. There's something inside. Damn. How did you know that?
2: Uh, let me see. There's
1: something behind here. Wait. It's heavy. Here, let me help you. It's a lead box. Well,
2: I'm not sure. This feels even heavier than lead. From the weight, I'd say it was
1: tungsten. Open it!
2: I am. Holy... Look at this! Lisette, look at this gun! It's huge! Jeez,
1: it's like a hand cannon! It's a Udev Russian. Man, it
2: looks like it could blow a hole in the side of a barn. Look at the... Clarican, are you
1: crazy? Why did you pick it up? You don't even know how to fire a gun and your prints are all over it!
2: Ah, shoot, I forgot to put my gloves Just back on. Just give me
1: the gun, I'll wipe it down. Uh, no, it's fine, I, I
2: can... have to put the safety on before I you... did put the safety on when I... Oh no! Clarican, how could you? It just went off, I didn't... We've got to get
1: out of here! The gunshot was too loud for anyone to...
2: Watch out for the fish on the floor!
1: Stop worrying about the fish, help me out! The floor looks like a sushi bar. I can't believe you shot the fish
2: through. I wasn't aiming for it! Why were you aiming at anything? I wasn't, I...
1: Damn it! They're coming. I told you they would hear the gunshots! Or
2: the water flooding into the hallway. Well,
1: come on, we have to go now! But we never got Forget the- Forget the sweatshirt! We botched this job, Claric, and we really botched it, come on!
0: Two hours later, the clock near the Basilique of Sacré-Cœur showed the hour as just past three in the morning. Clorican and Lisette made their soggy way down Rue Paul-Albert, letting their fish-tank-soaked clothes drip into the cobblestones beneath their feet. talking to me? Are you
1: talking to me? Clorican, will you stop waving that stupid Russian gun around?
0: Say hello to
2: my little
1: friend! Clorican, will you just stop? You've done enough damage for one night.
2: I'm sorry. I I was being stupid. I'll put it away. (sighs)
1: I'm freezing, and I can't believe we have to walk all the way home. How far are we?
2: <sighs> We're still a mile and a half from the apartment.
1: Ugh, I'm going to shiver to death by then. I told you we need to buy a vehicle or something to get around. Uh, I can't feel my
2: toes. Well, uh, maybe we can find some place to duck in and grab a coffee or something to get warm.
1: It's 3.30 in the morning. Nothing will be open now. Not even the metro. Look, I, I know. I, I said I was sorry. <sighs>
0: Whatever. Minutes soon passed and not a word was spoken between the two until... Wait, is that... Much to his surprise... Oh, my God. saw a familiar face opening a darkened storefront below a wooden sign that read... Uh... Boulangerie. Madame Dubois?
5: Monsieur Clorican?
1: The two of you know each other?
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is Mrs. Dubois, the bakery owner I told you about. It's where I got you those raspberry macrons that you (laughs) love.
1: Those were delicious. Really. Uh,
5: Thank you! It's a bit late for swimming, don't you think? Actually, it's a bit early. Ah, Oh, you poor things. What happened to you? Yeah, It's kind of a long story. Tell me inside. I'll fix you a coffee. Just let me unload the van. I need to get the baguettes in the oven before 4 a.m.
2: Can we help?
5: I'm old enough to not turn down help from your young backs. Especially while mine is still sore. Come, the van is open.
0: Outside the bakery. Madame Dubois had parked her Citroën delivery van.
5: Grab crates, my dear. It was painted
0: pearl white Wait, with one a one brown stencil one. sign on the side. I got it. Displaying the name and address of the bakery. What about those two? But what was most distinctive was the five-foot-long plastic éclair that was affixed to the roof of the van. I like your van, Madame Dubois. Who made the big pastry on the roof?
5: Oh. Oh. It was my son Pierre, idea. dear. He made the silly éclair from the resin mold. He's an artist, you know. But no one wanted to buy bread from a van. I told Pierre, I told him. People want to walk in and be met with the smell of a boulangerie. Yes, the smell of the bread, the sugar. Oui, mademoiselle. It's the nose that buys the bread, not the brain. With the van, uh, you only smell diesel fumes. Now, I just use it for delivery. It's a waste. Come sit. Just let me put the bread in the oven, and I'll put some fresh coffee on. And I'll bring you both a towel, swimming at night.
1: She seems really nice.
2: Especially as we drip water all over her floor.
1: (laughs) Well, we wouldn't be soaking wet if you hadn't decided to be a Yosemite Sam,
2: First of all, it's Yosemite Sam. Second... It was me who actually got us our first paying job.
1: Which we totally screwed up.
2: It's not my fault the stupid sweatshirt wasn't there.
1: Well, I guess we never know where it is now, will we? And uh, was it your fault that we flooded an entire apartment?
2: That was an accident. And accidents happen, Lissette. Not every job... Accidents
1: can get you killed, Clorican. I didn't come to Paris to fail at our first job.
2: Really more of a favor than a job.
1: (sighs) Look, I understand, Clorican, things happen. But if we're going to make this work... Then we need to start trusting each other. I'm better in the field than you. Oh, come on. I... I told you to let me handle it and find the sweatshirt myself. I work better alone.
2: Really? Then what am I even doing here in Paris? Thanks a lot, Lissette.
1: I didn't mean alone, alone. But
2: you just said... You
1: know that's not what I meant. Look, I'm just trying to pull my weight. I know the white egg thing really ruined what we were... Listen, I don't blame you for that. White egg things, they own you, and you... You did what you had to do. You've wanted that for a long time. I did what I did to be with you. (sighs) Um, Claracan? I said? Back in the apartment, when you found the gun, you said the case was made of tungsten?
2: That's what it felt like. Definitely heavier than
5: lead.
1: Then, what would a French hacker be doing with a Russian gun in a tungsten
5: case? Here are your coffees. And I brought you each a small brioche. Merci, madame. Yeah,
2: thank you for this, Madame.
5: Now, tell me why I have two wet fishes sitting in my boulangerie at half past three in the morning. Funny you should mention fishes. Well,
2: Madame Lazette and I were uh, trying to get my friend's sweatshirt back, but we couldn't find it, so I accidentally shot another guy's aquarium, flooded his apartment, probably killed at least three dozen fish. And
5: don't forget the eel. W-
2: the eel is a fish. No, it's not. What are you talking about? Of course, an eel is a fish. How can that
5: I- there's no reason to speak to each other like this. Okay, you're in the fish tank. No one died. I mean, except for the fish. It can't be so bad.
2: And we just found out that my old employer froze all of my bank accounts in the US. We don't have enough money to buy equipment or even find office space to operate our business that I left my country for and quit my job.
1: And all I wanted was to be on my own, to create something of my own. I wanted not to owe anyone anything and now-
5: I won't, I want. And now what? Oh, my petit biquets, let me ask you about something. Are you in love? Really in love? <sighs> oui, madame. I, I am. I know I am. Then all these problems you have, I think you will think of something. Maybe I have. Oh.
2: Madame Dubois, I have a question.
5: Oui, monsieur Clurican?
2: How would you like to sell your van?
0: have been listening to The Rapscallion Agency a Leviathan audio production written and created by Christoph Laputka Go to rapscallionagency.com or to dive deeper into the story listen to The Leviathan Chronicles on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts The Rapscallion Agency was executive produced by Amish Chani produced and mixed by Robin Shore produced by Claire Dodin and Kim Donovan Casting by Claire Dodin and Kim Donovan. Original music by Luke Allen. Editing and sound design by Luke Allen and Robin Shore. Directed by Christophe Leputka. Starring Claire Dodin as Lisette Manzabile. Todd Haberkorn as Cloracan. Caroline Guivarch as Dr. Tarrant Venois, Gary Armagnac as Monsieur Merodac. June Yoon as Raptor. Cookie Castalli as Isabelle Dubois. William T.N. Hall as Harlequin. Narrated by Benoit Monin. Additional voices by Audrey Fiorini, Laura Post. Ryan Shrine, Musa Kresh, Nawal Bengolam, David Duclos, Bruno Stefan, and Valeria Zunzun. For a full cast list, go to RapscallionAgency.com. To learn more about our other audio drama podcasts, go to LeviathanAudioProductions.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to get the latest news and behind the scene footage. Thank you for supporting Leviathan Audio Productions, and thank you for listening to The Rapscallion Agency.